0: Welcome to Malt and Magic, the tale of Ardalia brought to life by a dedicated band of UK-based gamers. Dive into a realm where magic reigned supreme, reshaped by the monumental return of the Kingdom of Nylin. This event three decades ago sent shockwaves of potent magic throughout the land. The very fabric of reality tore open, allowing beings from distant plains to venture into Ardalia enriching its tapestry of culture and races. While arcane powers surge, the divine touch has become subtle, reserved for the most devout. But as old gods diminish, new powers emerge, ready to forge new paths and pantheons. As our heroes navigate this transformed world, every choice can forge history. Now join us for the unfolding saga, and welcome to Campaign 2. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 49, would you believe, of campaign 2 of Mortal Magic. This is the Planer Detective Agency campaign. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to start off with a massive thank you, actually, which was for, for Fletch last week. Um, Dialed in from the US, joined us. We all had an absolute blast. Um, I don't... <laughs> this, is, this is no disrespect to anybody else out there. I don't think I personally enjoyed an episode that much in a long time. The humour from everyone, including the fans, including people watching, was incredible. Um, so I want to say a massive thank you to Fletch for that, a massive thank you to the crew for, for all the input as well, um, and just what an episode, so if you've not caught episode 48, where the hell have you been, um, please go and watch it, it is an absolute doozy, and it also sort of closes out one arc and sets up another one if you like, so it's a good place for for us to regroup, which is what we're going to do tonight, Tom has joined us Uh, Once again, which is amazing, he's made an absolute mammoth effort to get here tonight. So uh, yes, everybody be very, very thankful that Tom is here. Um, Dialed in from a hotel, true commitment to the cause. Um, And we couldn't be happier to have him back either and see Kevin back again. Um, So yes, before I waffle on too much and sort of butter all of the cast up too much and sort of, yeah, uh, tell them how much I love them, let's run down our other thank yous and shout outs and let's get into episode 49, so my usual thank yous go to Albert Radio, uh, Incarnate and Dungeon Alchemist for all things virtual tabletop and mapping, we saw that animated map last week which, yeah, okay, the lighting didn't quite work, looked like some, uh, yeah, an x-ray of someone's colon, my bad. We'll move on, we'll do better next time. Um, Then there uh, is of course Hero Forge and OpenAI for some uh, character visuals, character creation and stuff like that. D&D Beyond for all things, D&D management, encounter building, lore checks. Um, There's a lot more third party content coming with D&D Beyond which is interesting to see. I wasn't aware they were going to do all that. Um, So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Uh, Then there are the DMs tools that I use in the background. So Kasun, 5e Magic Shop uh two minutes tools the thieves guild and world anvil um all of which i sort of flick around as and when i need to but everything from puzzle generators to travel trackers to calendar generators random generators as well, um, a whole wealth of tools there if you are a DM or a GM or managing whatever you are uh, in terms of TTRPG then those tools are amazing um, and hopefully you'll find some little nuggets in there that make your game management a lot easier. Um, any of the musical tracks and sound effects you hear are courtesy of either TableTop Audio or BattleBards so please go give both of those a check out. There is an absolute amazing library across both of those of musical tracks, ambiances, sound effects uh which you will have heard last week some special effects you will have seen last week i believe that is all dave dave can talk about whatever he uses uh, to help generate them but i think that's all his creation um so cool yeah i think that's the usual sort of tools shout out of course a huge 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 thank you to homie and the dude and to tom and bodie for joining us uh, over these last sort of oh, i think it's almost 20 or so episodes now um, feels like they've been here forever and we are eternally grateful. Um, but of course, a big, big thank you to the Eldritch Press as well and to Fletch for joining us last week and his continued support. Um, and also a big shout out to Games, Gags, and Geeks who continue to run their Storm King's Thunder campaign on Saturdays US time. So please go give them a, a look out. Um, all of their videos are available on demand as well, so you can go check them out as well. Um, Please don't forget to check all the social media. There will be sort of links, updates, um, funny moments. I have clipped the moment of um, Ottoman's final words last week. We just need to make sure we get that sort of published out, and uh, and you can all go view that. That is available on Twitch, I believe. It should be published, but we will make that available elsewhere as well. Um, and all of the action happens on our Discord server, so please come and join us over there as well. Um, Now, this episode, if you're not joining us live tonight, will be available on Friday on YouTube. Um, It's currently streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. Um, And of course, the episode will also be available from wherever you get your podcasts on the Friday as well. And thank you for the continued support of the podcast. We are well on our way to 4,000 all-time listens. It is phenomenal. It's amazing to see. So thank you very much. And with that, I think I've managed to get through all my shout-outs and thank yous in the general intro without too much mishap tonight. Um so my usual warnings, of course, apply. There will most certainly be adult humour and adult language. You have been warned, but let's get this over with, or let's see what's in store, I should say. Let's roll. <laughs>
1: Hey, so, um,
2: um, <clears throat> there we go. I'm just going to clarify. I'm
0: just going to clarify because I got berated for it in those like four, <laughs> so, <laughs> 30 seconds or so while that intro yeah Yeah. Homie the dude being around forever is an amazing thing. We love you both. So don't fucking us, whatever. Whatever. not I dude, said, let's late, get this over with, this is basically my brain just going, I don't know what to say at this point. So I'm gonna insert words. Um, and
3: that's yeah, what we call, so... ladies and gentlemen, a backpedal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love my players. Rocks fall, everybody dies. <laughs> Very good. Right, now now the DM feels as uncomfortable as the DM can possibly feel. Um, should we run down a lineup? Let's uh, let's do yeah. that, and then we'll talk about what happened last week. Uh, so, yes, hello everyone. I am Matt. I am a Dungeon Master. I will also be playing the sidekick character of Mace, potentially some other NPCs, depending on what this
2: lot decide to do.
0: Um, but yeah... Let's uh, let's see how it goes.
2: Hello, I'm Dave, and I am playing Jewel of Shadows, a female tabaxi rogue. Um, she has been trying to defend her village, and we'll see how well it's gone. It's been an emotional roller coaster as well. Very much an emotional roller coaster, as you will find out shortly.
3: Hello, I am Danny, and I play Lex Ordo, the Unt sorcerer who is determined to save the world one portal at a time.
4: Oh, yeah. So cute. Yeah.
3: So you've been says on all business, week. Uh, that's what it says on my business card. <laughs> on my business card. <laughs> I'm a detective agency saving the world one portal at a time.
5: Uh, I'm Tom. <laughs> I am back from uh, being away, and I am the father half of Homie and the Dude. I'm playing Kevin Buckland, and I I'm going to respectfully challenge Jules. Sentiment about saving her village because she hasn't been around for a while and uh, there have been some other people that have been doing the hard work there But anyway, we'll get back to that Shots fired (laughs)
1: Shots
4: (laughs) fired What is up, everyone? I'm Bodhi. I'm playing Edgiest Bones, your rock and roll bard, sorcerer. And, man, I really enjoyed exploring Matt's colon last episode. That was fun.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> and can we say, Matt, you... asked give me a good point, actually, because you said you were going to do better. Actually, that was the pinnacle of maps. If it looks like a yeah. cave, but also someone's anus... To win. <laughs> to win. <ten. laughs> All maps have to have a hidden... The law on to them
1: now. Shit. That is your challenge. Sprinkle <laughs> 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 <sighs> door. Guys,
2: I'm just going to point out we're in a cavern, so he, he could just go rocks all over yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah, he, he could, yeah.
3: but then he would have to kill off his own campaign, and he wouldn't do that.
1: <laughs> we exactly. do that for him on a weekly I, basis. Go, yes, I mean, I'm telling you, yes, maybe not push the button. Uh, <laughs> I've not seen so
5: much DM dismay in quite a while. He just... <laughs>
2: I'm just yeah, waiting for the, yeah, you know, yeah. for, for the hand on the forehead thing, you know. <laughs> well. I blame Tom. With
0: that <laughs> <laughs> chaos ensues shoes within what? How long how are we in, what? 15 minutes into this episode so far. Um, Very good. Last we left off then, we had concluded a conversation between uh, the planar detective agency and Jules' parents but also Mayanora Hermela the blood witch um, who had been found within Stonebark Village and, and sort of come out to say well well wasn't me I didn't do anything I'm on the run as well please don't hurt me also if you try and hurt me I'm gonna kick your ass um, and sort of very quickly As we concluded this conversation, there was a banging at the door and Mace sort of informed you that all hell was breaking loose and quite literally, like a scene out of Supernatural, which I think was Dave's reference from last week, um, like shadows just shooting out of the well um, and attacking the village of Stonebark. You all decided that you had to go and figure out what was going on, try and close the portal which had been previously identified somewhere down the well. And just try and stop this from basically destroying the village. Cavan and Mace choosing in a quick moment to stay back and defend the village. But also Cavan having made that connection with Jules' mother um, on an emotional level. Deciding, do you know what, I am not ready to let these people die. And Cavan staying behind. And there was a moment at the beginning of last week's episode where Cavan and Mace just unleashed celestial glory on these shadows with mace sort of bounding out and bringing with him the power of paragon um infusing cavern's axe with some of that celestial power as well as cavern drawing his own capabilities to just cut through swathes of these shadows and then the rest of our party <laughs> figuring out how to descend a well which in true D&D style, was never as simple as the DM plans it to be. Um, somebody tried to matrix down the well. That failed. Um, somebody decided they were just going just gonna to climb down a rope. Other people decided to jump in and climb down. Um, and as you all descended, they were, you are were also joined by this um, black armor-clad, huge hulking individual who just landed next to Jewel um and there was a moment where one of my favourite lines of last week is friend or foe, um and whole spiel of paladin. Yeah, great. Are you on our side? Well I think it was the crux <laughs> of it from Jewel. Which was,
1: yes yeah. or no
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Which was brilliant. Um so yes, once you'd introduced yourselves, and Ottoman the Paladin of the Lady of uh, Sorrows or the Raven Queen or whatever name has been given to her. Uh, All of you then proceeded through this cave structure, fighting shadows um, and dispatching these shadows very quickly, getting a false sense of security, progressing through the cave and then finding some shadow wraiths, which posed a little bit more of a challenge. Um, And in a a moment, sort of Mayanora summoned this blood elemental as well to help in the fight. Um, There was blood and everything everywhere. And then you proceeded even further and there was a moment where the portal itself, once you had visible, sort of visible sight, once you had sight of this portal, it surged almost and all of these wraiths just disappeared. And in that moment, Jewel, your friend appeared, your childhood best friend appeared, calling for help. Hmm. You went to her through this necrotic mist, only to realise that it was a trap as your friend's form just dissipated and in its place grew. This creature you had never seen, never come across before um, with this black scale, chitinous sort of skin, um, purplish glow behind it, these purple glowing eyes and these huge great horns that curved up around its head. An elemental creature of sort, but certainly not any elemental that any of you have come across before or witnessed before and the battle continued, and it was very close, as we can see by the current state of two of our party right now. Um it was very, very close. Mayanora got hit to the point where she lost almost all of her hit points and lost control of the blood elemental and had to reduce that back down and basically destroy it. Um, Lex running around trying to figure out do i close this portal do i kill this elemental and choosing eventually to try and close the portal and trying to call people in to help with a final swipe of his sword ottoman dispatched this void elemental um, and began to look towards the portal and in that moment lex edgius jewel and Mayanora, in a final effort final um expulsion of arcane ability gave everything she had to the spell to close the portal which surged and as it closed pulled in ottoman son of regman who turned and to you all said i go to find the king killer if you seek glory follow me and was drawn into the portal and into the plane beyond And so my friends, we begin our episode tonight in the aftermath of this with Egeus, Lex, and Jewel still in this cave system just coming down from this fight. Um, Cog has fluttered over with a piece of violet, purple, rocky shard of some sort which matches the shard that Egeus currently has wrapped around his sword or his katana. Uh, sorry, it's Wakashashi. No, I can't even say that. Do you know what? Yeah. Your Japanese sword. Um, as <laughs> <clears throat> I fucking you, right. um, you said it right. You
4: said it right. You said it right.
0: Good. Good. I'm glad. Um, say so yes. What are we doing? George <clears throat> is oh. kneeling oh, next it. to um,
2: Maynor's body, uh, as I said <laughs> at the end of last week. Uh, just silent tears falling down her uh, her face, but she is actually looking at the portal, and more specifically, the exact spot she saw her friend. But that's it. Edges
4: his hands on knees, sure. just like panting really heavily. Um, even though he doesn't have lungs, just like sucking air uh, as if he's just been on a really long run, and um, is going to like... Of dusty wo- heaves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and uh and he's gonna just look over to Jewel and Mayonora and just be like, fuck. Um get up, go over to Jewel and be like, Hey, let's let's just get the fuck out of here. Um h- help me help help me with her body, and is gonna like go grab Mayonora, put like one arm over his shoulder, wrap an arm like round her like waist area, and uh and and look to Jewel and be like it's okay. We're going to work it out. We're going to find out what the fuck just happened.
2: She'll stand up, look to um, Lex, who's standing near the portal, I think. Is it closed? Are we safe here?
3: So as you look to Lex, as we keep, as he's starting to realise we keep doing this wrong, we keep getting it wrong every time, There, there is a better way to do this. As all the energy channeled through him via you his hands are kind of whether he's been grasping onto the crystal almost like burnt and singed from the raw power that's gone through him through the crystal into the portal so he's kind of just like reeling from that and he's like <clears throat> it's done and then he'll turn and look at the body and go she redeemed herself at the end i don't know why he's not american anymore have
1: another drink <laughs> Danny. have another drink
3: there you go ah. okay i'm that horse from the power that i've, I've known people <laughs> wake up from comas and they've got a different accent that's, that's what's happening
4: as we carry Mayonora's body back through the the cave system um Egeus will only be thinking about the last words that ottoman said and they're just like rattling around in his empty skull like loose marbles in a uh, in a box that a that a kid in the 70s carries around on their hip um and uh and what just a... just <laughs> uh just uh just just thinking king killer fucking king killer and uh just going around in circles Uh, and also trying to think of whether he knows the family that ottoman mentioned he was like um in service of basically and like where he kind of came from and just trying to like go through in his head whether he knows any more about that
0: um Um, so the first thing i will say just in this moment before we continue is as you lift Mayanora's body something falls to the ground and just lands with a
1: ting, 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 ting,
0: and rolls and you see that small dagger that she had used to fuel, fuel her spells just rolls slightly away from her you see this strange almost like it's been roughly made dagger with this golden hilt of sorts but a golden hilt with a number of holes in it and a a vial almost at the bottom or a, a well, a small reservoir that has still got a tiny, tiny amount of blood just in there.
2: Joel will very carefully, because edge has picked up the body, Joel will see that and therefore go down, have a look at it and inspect it, um, then gingerly pick it up.
5: Okay.
2: Pick um, it, up. it doesn't do you any damage.
0: Um, make me either an arcana check or an investigation check.
4: It's a for cursed dagger. You are, you're fucking
2: investigation for sure. Did you just pick it up with your bare hands? No cloth, <coughs> nothing. Yeah, of course. Again, magic. Fuck. Not not that great <laughs> at magic. Um, but yeah, twenty three. Uh, investigation, 23? investigation. I know that's
0: different. So as you. Even without any affinity for magic, just looking at this blade, you know there is magic inside it. You can see just by the construction, the nature of it, you know there is some form of magic in it. You could use it, but it definitely seems like it would be better suited for somebody who would use it to aid in spellcasting.
3: Um... A question for the group. it's probably a bit early, but time is of the essence with this question. Do we want to try and save her or are we gonna let her pass?
2: I, uh, I mean I, I I was about to say can can we But I well, suppose you, you were I to was saving back, this but... for you,
6: Jewel,
3: but I do have a spell scroll of
2: um Revi?
3: Revivivi Revi, Re... Revivify? I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, I, I have picked it up, but one of the key components is a diamond, and I don't have any diamonds. Um, that's the only component we're missing. Uh, quite a chunky diamond. If we—if I have that, I could try the spell.
4: Above table, do scrolls require components? Is that a thing? yeah uh, usually
0: yes you still need the interesting <clears throat> excuse <Okay>. me
2: <clears throat> also if i understand we really, is within a minute is that right
3: yeah we've got a minute yeah after so she's deed
2: this is not something that unless we have it on us it's going to happen and the answer to that one i think no
3: because not... no one can get her out of the well in under a minute <clears throat> i was hoping and... you'd say matt her dagger had a big fucking diamond on the end of it that would <laughs> be helpful
1: <laughs>
4: Egeus is going to look at Mayanora and look back to Lex and go uh, an hour ago I would have said let's leave this body. Um, But at minimum whatever our decision is at minimum she deserves a burial. Uh, A correct and honourable
3: Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we've got one well, minute, they're... according to them.
2: I don't think, if unless
3: you've got a diamond on you, I don't think we can save her in time.
2: While they're talking, can Jewel have a look to see if Main has a small satchel or anything with her?
4: Okay. Spell component
0: satchel? Okay. In fact, we'll use your previous investigation check as well. Just you sort of look at the blade, see this conversation, and very quickly sort of move across. You do find a small bag, which looks like it was some form of component pouch. That she was using. Uh,
1: um,
0: there are a number of bizarre items in there. Um, sort of bird skulls. Uh, looks like there's a number of vials of blood in there as well. Um, you also find uh, a small sort of um, glass file, if you like, that's got what looks like a firefly in there. Um, <clears throat>
4: no diamonds. Above table does do any of Egius's Because Egius has an eyebrow piercing, and he also has rings that he wears on his ribs. Do any of my rings have diamonds in them, or does my eyebrow piercing happen to have a diamond in it?
3: A three hundred gold piece worth diamond.
4: But you haven't
3: pulled off here.
4: <laughs>
0: roll me a d one hundred.
3: Okay. Says the man when he has two gold coins in his sock at any one time. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I
7: keep my fucking valuable
2: things on my body, literally. (laughs) Uh,
4: 53. 53, no.
2: Okay, so, I mean, a similar like, above table thing, I kind of feel like we are so near the end of a minute anyway that if we even just try to rush her up to the ground level, we're going to run out. Um... But regardless, not quite knowing how long, and actually Jewel doesn't know that they only need a minute, she will um, go, just Andorova. her over. I can climb up quicker. I shall get her up into the village. Yeah,
3: let's be honest, Jewel. I think, um, although, although I said it, it we'll probably run out of time. By the time I don't, we don't get care. Up there. Let us try. I don't, want to give, I don't
2: want to give your mom and dad false hope.
6: Fine, Jewel. She's Still. gone.
2: And her over, and she slows down.
5: Here.
2: Simply so that I can carry her up. I saw the way you got down, and I think you're going to have enough trouble getting up with yourself.
7: <laughs> small bit it's of thrown there. her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Truth. she'll,
2: Indeed. she'll end up. Um sort of <laughs> make her into a cape basically just <laughs> trying to like it's the only way because she needs to still be able to climb so um Backpack. yeah yeah um and and we'll just just use her own uh cape to sort of tie her hands there so that it's like that and then we'll just <clears throat> climb up um and get up to the top of the well
4: Good. Before Lex and Egius leave, Egeus is going to place a hand on Lex's chest as Lex tries to walk past him. And is going to be like, as Jewel has now, like, gone, uh, gone up and out of the well, he's going to be like, Lex. If what Ottoman said is correct, at some point we need to go to that shadowy place. I know we spoke about it in Jewel's house before, but um, if you could do some research or possibly have a look into how we can open portals, I don't know. Um, you know, maybe we could test it before we do go to the shadowy place. but um, look, if three of us can close a portal, then surely three of us can open a portal.
3: And a, a wry smile will come across Lex's face, as he realized that his idea might not be as stupid after all. And he's like, great minds think alike, Um, I have an idea I've been working on, that I think could get us into any portal we choose. And could even help us get Callum back. You know, and Egius <clears throat> is going to pull out a piece there. of paper from would his, would his pocket.
4: Um, That is like kind of looks like a receipt that we got from the uh, from the blacksmith, and it's just like a paper receipt, thin, you know, piece of paper. Um, And on the front side, it says how much it cost for the things that uh, that Lex bought. But on the back, Edius has written a list of priorities. And at the top of the list, it says "Get Callum back," and that's circled three times. (laughs) Um, And uh, Edius is gonna show it to Lex. Um, The list goes. Get Callum back. Talk to the crystalline Isle. Kill Klein. Save the world. Revel in the glory. Is the last
3: one on the on the list. Have
1: beer or something. <laughs> I, think, uh, buy, I, think
3: somebody. Somebody. I think one of be. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of three can be ticked off before you um before you know it. But I know that you haven't got. Hey Gibby, back. Why do we owe him on that list? Who?
6: <laughs> Never, mind.
3: Never, mind. Never mind. Never mind. He's, he's, he's long gone.
1: Let's,
3: let's get out of this hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Do, do, do,
7: do you know what, Lex? As as we're walking through this, it looks this cave. Just I don't know. I I just get a weird like.
1: It has a weird I smell. Know, right?
7: Yeah. Smell i was thinking the exact same thing just like booty yeah. all around us the shadows smell <laughs> like booty is that the common thing i don't i'm not uh, like... i heard
3: i read in the book that the shadow fell gives off a a sulfury colonic smell uh do you know what I'm not fucking surprised. Fucking Matt's, Matt's
2: writing that down. That's canon now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just That's looking, I'm, canon. I'm just looking forward to the. Ten, I'm just looking forward to the ten damage on rope burn you're about to get.
4: <laughs> Very Next good, time we smell then. booty, fucking, we know that there's a shadow around.
1: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: as Jewel, as you begin to climb up this rope, fairly nimbly with your climbing speed, a bit slower than previous with. Added weight, dead weight to that on your back, and even though it is a dead weight, Mayanora was still slight, and you're amazed at actually how light she does feel. Um, you roll out the top of the well and sort of gently then cradle Mayanora down to the ground, and as you look up, you can see the last of the shadows being cut down and there's a blinding flash of light and a yell just
1: uh,
0: as Cavan's axe just slices through the last one. And Cabin, you take a deep breath. You look to Mace as Mace just brings his Mace down on top of a shadow and obliterates it. And he just looks to you and nods. And instinctively you turn to the well and you see Jewel with a body
5: I am um, assess maybe for the first time I was because completely filled with adrenaline uh, as I see jewel I take a step towards jewel but my ankle gives way and I'm not sure if it's broken or whatever but I just kind of like stumble towards jewel knowing that I've been to some degree uh, compromised not sure exactly what the what the severity is and I look to mace and I say they're back <clears throat> <clears throat> and I um, make my way to jewel I'm not even saying anything I just come up to jewel get down on on a knee so that I'm kind of jewels height and see menorah and I say
2: what happened It was, um, it was chaos down there. And, um, in closing the portal, she gave what was left
1: of her.
5: What do you mean, what was left of her? Let's, 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 uh... Where's the doctor? Someone get a doctor! I turn around and yell, Mace, get a fucking doctor now!
2: I, I, I I don't think that will...
7: No, Jewel! No! No! She's not dead! At
0: this point, Edgeus, Lex, you both sort of climb out, hearing the shouts, and just about manage to climb out of the well yourself as Dream and Paige come hurrying over, seeing Jewel cradling a body. Oh, God, no. Dream just sort of falls down at her knees next to, to Kevin.
5: We can save her. I think we can save her. Jewel, tell me we can save her. Jewel, tell me we can fucking save her. Get a fucking doctor over here! Kevin, and Kevin's just losing it. We can't. Kevin pushes forward and puts his hand on her wrist, puts his head down to her to her mouth. Um, looks to try to start doing CPR. Um, Fantasy Doesn't CPR. know how to do CPR doesn't he doesn't know how to do cpr um but is is doing everything he can to try to get any sign of life out of Mayanora, which um he's not and uh
0: and as your hands connect with Mayanora's body as well they sort of slide over as you see this it's just slick with blood all over her body where whatever blood was inside her or that she was using seems to now be pouring out of various orifices um And Dream is just gonna... Oh, sorry. uh, Yeah, Dream is just gonna sort of... Kevin. Kevin. And she just gently grasps your hands.
6: I don't think there's anything that can be done, boy.
5: I want her to live for you. I want her to live for... I want her to live for Bronze. I know how important she was to you. I'm so sorry. I am so... Jule, where the fuck? Where the fuck are Lex and Exeus? And, uh, Egeus?
4: We that- climb out. <clears throat> Egeus falls out of the well, onto the ground. Scrape your elbow, would you do?
2: <laughs> we- ah, fuck. We found the portal and we tried to close it. And when we did... the efforts... May I know that She helped, but she, she didn't, uh, she couldn't.
3: You saved us all as I come stumbling into Aesha. She died a hero. That's all you need to know.
4: Ed just looks at Cabin. She redeemed herself
2: in her last moments. She didn't need redeeming. She wasn't the one. We were following the wrong people!
4: (sighs) Yeah, we fucked up. It's on us. Mm. Edius stands and turns to Stonebark Village, to the people that might have gathered, kind of witnessing this event. And, uh, he, uh, he goes to address the people and he's like, What you have witnessed! Here today! was a person
7: who was enticed by the darkness that now fills these lands. You have all borne witness to what is happening. But just like her, we must stand against what is happening. This is just the beginning. This death lies upon our shoulders. This is our fault. And we apologize to every single one of you here. But this is the start right now. All of you, whether you are a blacksmith, a barkeep, a guard, you need to be part of this moment. You need to join us in making others aware we need to send emissaries to the far reaches of Dryamir we need to prepare people for what is happening so more do not have to give their lives trying to fight the darkness fight the shadows so hear me now rally yourselves hug your loved ones But be ready, because when the time comes, we are going to need you. The world is going to need you. We are sorry.
0: And And as you finish your speech, I'm going to
3: hold up the Star Touch Crystal, because it's still glowing with quite a bright light, as like a beacon of light. As you say, fight the light, fight the darkness. So it's kind of like a symbolic... Lightness what you just said. As a literal beacon of hope.
0: <laughs> as you mm. do so, Lex, and you raise it up, there is a moment where your hand gets warm and then hot and then burns. And you drop the Star Touch Crystal and it just tumbles. And as it tumbles that multifaceted crystal just <laughs> Breaks Oh fuck it becomes four individual shards that suddenly just streak out almost join and sort of float around themselves in the air before then shooting down to the four of you. As they come cascading down, Edius, Paige just walks up, places a hand
6: on your shoulder. Very comforting words, Edius. Give yourself time to grieve. <laughs> a shard hits you, Edius, and
0: <laughs> sends you cascading backwards. As it hits you, you feel a familiar cold seep in to your bones, a cold that you have not felt in nigh on 30 years, and then you feel a splash, and you look around and find yourself in a shallow pool of water that stretches as far as the eye can see. It is dark. It is cold. But you are no longer in Stonebark.
4: Make me a perception check, please. Guys? Guys? edges will like sit up in the water. Oof, ouch. Um. That is a 10. Uh, No, an 11. My apologies. An 11.
0: Takes you a while to hear it. But eventually you just hear this. It sounds like a splashing sound. Almost like a whisper. And then you realise it actually sounds like somebody rowing. And a small boat floats towards you, and seated inside a robed individual. These tattered black robes just covering whatever form they take. And they are just gonna lay an oar down, and as they reach out you see a skeletal hand that comes out from underneath the sleeves of one of these robes and it just reaches down and points to the boat and then to you
7: Lex if this is a prank I'm not enjoying it I'm not enjoying it Lex get me out of here
0: who are you pointing at you
6: into the boat
4: Egeus will try and, like, ignite his hand in fire, um, as if he's gonna cast, uh, as if he's gonna cast um, Firebolt.
0: Okay. When your hand does ignite in Firebolt, what you realize is that color is muted in here, and where there once would be orange flame, there is now this ghostly white fire
7: that burns around your hand. I don't want to hurt you! Tell me who you are! WHAT DO YOU WANT?!
0: A bony finger comes up and points to you, and then points into the boat once again.
7: Okay.
4: edges will take, uh, a couple of super-cautious steps forward, and, um, as he kind of walks around, try and, like, discern a face of the- the- the hooded figure, um, as he like steps over into the boat, still with the flames lit in his hand. And as you look into this hood, it's almost like you
0: stare into the darkest hole. You don't see a face, you see nothing but the the shadowed interior of a hood.
4: And, as you and just will get in the boat facing the boat. him. Yeah. yeah, facing him.
0: As you seat yourself down into the boat facing him sort of nervously this individual picks up the, the oars and begins to just row. You feel a warmth at your back and instinctively you turn around and you see there is a thin beam of light, golden light, and you are moving away from it. And you begin to hear the sound of a crashing waterfall. The boat approaches this waterfall, but before it goes to pass through it, it turns and begins to ride along
4: the waterfall. Can I look over the edge of the waterfall and see what's down below? You can. As you look over this
0: waterfall, you see two, three, four, five, six nine precincts, or eight precincts, I should say, of this grand river, make me
7: a history or religion check, please. Oh, man, come on, give me a fucking nat 20 right now. Make
2: you fucking good, Bodhi. Let's
7: fucking, I need this nat
2: 20. No, I'm hating the fact that I ain't saying anything.
7: So you want history or what's the other
2: one?
4: History or religion. Or religion. Okay. Um that is a seventeen. Seventeen.
0: Not bad. Yeah. For some reason, some nagging feeling, you feel like you are now in
4: the realm of death. As Edgius feels that. For the first time in a long time, because ever since meeting Lex and Jewel with Cavan, Edius re-found a purpose to be alive. For the you know twenty five or so years that he was before he met Cavan, you know all he wanted was that feeling. All he dreamt of was that feeling. All he yearned for was to be reunited with those who he had lost. So Aegeus is actually going to stand up in the boat as everything in his mind goes quiet. He's gonna take a large step towards the edge of the boat and is gonna almost feel like a heartbeat in his chest. And that heartbeat almost singing to him. And as he listens in to that, musically in tuned as he is, the beat almost sounds like it's saying, jump, jump Edgeus jump.
0: In this moment then, you not only feel a cold, Pimprick at your back but also an unnatural warmth on your chest and as your hand goes to your chest you reach into your pocket and you feel the warmth of two seeds and as you turn you see that this individual has actually hooked their long bony finger through the back of your vest and it's just holding you there.
4: Is it and not there is a time
0: chorus of voices one ancient dark shadowy one rich and vibrant voice that you would recognise
6: Now is not your time Edius Jones. We bring you here,
0: as revelations are made, to bestow a gift.
1: N- N-
7: Nimway, is—is that you?
4: I, I, if it is, I'm sorry, I haven't planted your seeds yet. I—I'm I, doing it. I—I I really, really am. I've—I've—I've I've, I've
1: got one. I put voice. one in there. Silence.
6: The moon goddess is with you, yes, but I am also here. I who returned you to life in the first place. At this point, that finger slides
0: out from your vest, and you turn as they take the hood and pull it back, and you see a skeletal face.
4: I just lost for words Sorry, go on Sorry, Matt
6: I am Charon I am the master of this river Her right hand In her realm Though she is now weakened I am her power in this world hers in Nimway? No. The lady. The shadowed mistress. The lady of death herself. The queen of ravens.
4: Uh. N- nice to meet you.
6: Charon? We have met before. As you teetered on the edge.
4: Yeah. I remember your face. Well, lack of
6: it. As you are now.
0: At this point Nimoy's voice then sort of shines through Egeus. You will have questions. The seeds are there for you to plant when you see fit. Do not apologize. You have planted the one I needed. This world, your world, faces a graver threat than you would believe. You are going to need help. We, in unison, Offer this health help
4: if you are willing. Ed just looks back at the waterfall, looks back to the skeleton dude. But I'm not strong enough. I'm not Lex, I'm not Jewel, I'm not Cavan. Hell, I don't really remember who I am anyway. This
6: will be your journey.
7: Uh, Are you sure?
6: You have been chosen, through your actions, through your history. As I have seen fit to return you, Nimue has seen fit to look upon you.
4: Well, I guess having you guys by my side does make me feel a little bit better even if I don't really believe in either of you.
6: You don't have to believe in us, edius because we
0: know that is the fear talking. You have witnessed us both now.
6: I accept. Very
0: well. Big skeletal hand just, <clears throat> pushes you and you feel yourself tip out of the boat and as you fall and you look like you're about to fall into that waterfall you land on grass dirt back in stonebark village but something is different about you there is a a power the shadows just seem to lick across your body slightly. If you refresh your character sheet, there will be something new for you in your feats.
3: Holy shit balls!
1: That was cool, oh boy.
3: <clears throat> that was intense. Lex. Oh fuck! My turn. Where your <laughs> hand burns,
0: one of those shards just returns and slams into your hand. And you catch it, and Cog looks on you as you look into Cog's eye. There is just this blinding flash of light. And as you look around, you see home. Or a home that accepted you when others didn't. And although your memories perhaps not what you thought they were, you now stand in that plane of order, atop a grand gear, as it slowly turns. You see a line, a march, of Modrons just swoop across in front of you. And that familiar, rhythmic...
3: And it just feels like home. A sense of peace washes over Lex as he kind of embraces it.
0: You hear not a voice, but it's almost like those mechanical movements. The gears the movement of the monodrones itself, a perfect equation solved. And in those sounds, in that perfection, you feel the acceptance of the lord of this plane. You see from the gear in front of you, a number of mechanical structures begin to form, and a sort of apparatus appears in front of you.
3: As in, like a, a workbench-type apparatus, or like a abacusy-looking thing. Would you
0: like to get closer? Saying,
3: yeah. Almost as if I instinctively know what to do, I'll approach the apparatus. Apparatus.
0: You wander up to what actually looks more like a... um, a human or humanoid tall capsule of sorts made of gears that you could stand in and walk into. You see these two armholes with handles at the front. Step in, grab on. Gears just begin to click and <laughs> as this capsule encapsulates you. And there is a moment where you feel something at the back of your head just. <laughs> and something metallic pulls away. You realise
3: it's the back of your skull. Ah, oh, fucked up. I thought it was going to be like the Matrix for a second and I was going to learn Kung Fu. But no. The <laughs> <laughs> my head's gone.
0: As this metallic skull fragment hovers in front of you, there is a flash of pain, but it's not pain of the moment, it's pain in your past. Something that you can't quite grasp just yet and then you hear
6: the voice. You have done well, Alexis. Your directive is still your directive. I can offer you a gift to help in your endeavors.
3: of course i'll accept my directive is more important than ever
6: any help you can accept and the equation in my favor favor. i I must accept your acceptance was never in question the equation will
0: be solved and with that that skull fragment just lands in front of you and you see a number of new cogs and gears, they get inlaid in this mechanical skull fragment. And when I say skull fragment, it is only probably an inch by an inch, but these tiny intricate gears just get inlaid into it, and then it comes back around, and you realise in this moment it's you that is controlling this, with those handles that you hold onto, just twists and turns, almost like the most precise of surgeons, as you just extend this arm back behind your head and feel a little click and a turn and a flash of light and where you had sort of caught that start at crystal fragment before you now find yourself with two fingers just feeling at the back of your head looking around back in Stonebark. If you refresh your character sheet. Amazing. Find a new feature. Cavern. One of these shards comes cascading toward you. And then you hear the sound of metallic feet. And just a cavern DuBois watch out! And this metallic form launches itself into you at the same moment as this shard hits. And there is a burst of celestial light. <laughs> you feel weightless, calm, warm. You can feel grass beneath you, and as your eyes open up, you can feel that warm glow of sunlight as it shines upon you. Maces, nowhere to be seen. Instead, next to you sits a different individual a figure adorned in robes of white and grey, a serene visage across his face, deep in thought, a halo above his head, half dim, half bright, a symbol of balance, as so they just look towards you.
6: Well, not quite. How I expected you to arrive here, but welcome none the nonetheless, Cavan.
5: Who? Where am I? And who are you? Where's Mace? Where's Mace?
6: <laughs> Calm yourself, Cavan. All is well. All in balance. Mace is still. Holding you as you tumble to the ground right now.
0: That crystal you sought has granted us a
6: moment. You've been searching Paragon? for me for a long time. <laughs> yes, my boy. I am Paragon. I drop to my knees. Place the hand out. No, no need.
1: I'm not
5: ready for this, Paragon. I'm not not ready for this.
6: You have been through so much, my boy. So much pain, so much anguish, so much confusion. Despite all of that, the strength you have shown, the compassion for others, The devotion you show to your allies is the truest representation of the exemplar, of me, that idea of balance. You may not feel ready, Cavern. Fate rarely calls upon us at a time of our choosing. Fate calls on you now.
5: I just... I... I don't know what balance means. I... I'm confused whether I want to kill everything in sight, or I want to prevent everything in sight from being killed. I... I don't even know Mayonora. I barely know Callum, and. I can't stand that she's gone and he's, and then I want to kill things. I, balance is, it's not for me, Paragon. It's, I'm not worthy of any of it. And I, I'm not worthy, man. I'm, I'm so sorry. And he starts to try to get up and back away. And says, I'm not ready. I'm so sorry for letting you down.
6: (laughs) Gavin, you have let no one down. Ever. I know you feel broken, misguided, lost.
0: You took a step not so long back. In changing what was wild, untamed and choosing to tame
6: it into a zeal and you did that in my name. I can't promise you all the answers boy, but I can promise you
0: that in time they will be answered. I am not asking you to be a blind
6: pious follower, that is not where your strengths lie, but what I can offer is help, a warmth, a sense of belonging, You wish to help your friends, to protect them, to protect those around you, yeah. to save your family. Yeah. All of those orphans that you led from the monastery, all of those you saved, That is your purpose. I would never turn you from that path. If anything, I would just gently walk beside you on it.
5: I need your help, Paragon. I don't know how to keep the balance. It seems to swing wildly from one side to the other. I very very rarely feel in the middle I feel tortured and I'm just barely keeping it together right now I just want to be good and I don't really know how
6: it can be hard to find that balance when it feels like the the scales swing from one side to another in truth Cavern, balance is no single state. It is the chaos of one side to another but never truly falling to one or the other. That state of flux that you feel that is your strength, that is your power, that is your balance yeah
5: i i have to trust at some point i have to trust and i've been looking at i've been looking for you and even though i don't feel like i'm worthy at all I don't even need you to stand beside me. I just need to know that you're around. Okay, Paragon. Okay.
6: (laughs) Gavin. Thank you. For believing being
0: and he is gonna like a father to a son just take your head in his hands and gently places his forehead against yours
6: know that you always have a place and there is just this warmth of wind
0: that sort of envelops you, almost like a, a warm embrace, a hug. And as you open your eyes again, you can feel metallic arms around you as Mace
6: just holds you. Gavin? You're okay, boy. Mace. I'm
5: okay, Mace. I think I'm okay. okay.
6: I felt him. Yeah. briefest of moments, I felt him. You did. You did, good friend. He's here with us. Ha ha ha! Boy. You did it.
0: And if you refresh your character sheet, Tom, there is a brand new feat
6: for you as well. Ooh!
0: Uh, Lex, you're on mute.
3: Sorry. Sorry, there we go. <laughs> I said that was a good bit of cinema. Did you mute me because you could hear my keyboard? Is that what it was when I was, I was typing me- notes?
2: I was mewing everyone. <laughs> oh.
3: Oh. <laughs> I do have a very tricky keyboard.
0: <clears throat> tears cascade down your cheeks when you look down at the body of Mayonora. you look at your mother cradling her, look at your father whose hand is just extending onto Edius' shoulder as one shard hits. Two. Three. And then you look up. And a fourth. And like a scene from a Marvel movie, you feel your very spirit pushed out of your body. Stars begin to shine. Pimpricks in the night that glow brighter and brighter. Very ground beneath you (coughs) splits and begins to float away. Great grey rock. And big Almost island sized pieces of this grey stone just float away. That blue purple back glow. As you recognise a place that you'd kind of hoped you would never visit again. And you feel yourself floating in the astral plane and you see that tether. silvery line that extends from you and then almost out into nothingness
1: she She hopes
2: to never be here again but almost like this isn't a surprise though can can I look around and see who I'm expecting to see are you
0: expecting them or are you reaching out to them
2: I'm expecting to see them. Okay.
0: As you look around then... And it's almost like your form as you move... Almost like there's multiple echoes of you that just move around in that moment. And rather than see an individual, you see a constellation form. Looks like an hourglass, and then one star in the middle begins to glow brighter and brighter and brighter, and becomes something of an eye. You feel yourself drawn towards it.
2: I, I, I would instinctively, not quite knowing how, would start floating, flying, you know, m- meaning to move forwards and move towards this eye.
0: And with that mere thought you begin to streak forwards. You're absorbed by this light. And then you see two bright lights replace it, and a huge skull head forms, almost made of pure darkness and a a line appears in the very fabric of the plane itself as these two stars become like eyes and you see sort of a nose form but where that rift appears it forms a mouth.
6: Welcome back Jewel.
2: I was not ready for your help and assistance. Before, for that I am sorry. But you did bring me
6: time and fate and knowledge. I understand, and I know.
2: I... don't know why I have been sent back. But regardless, I feel I could use... any help I can get now. Your... foresight? Anything.
6: We have
0: but a moment in your time, an eternity
6: here, I gave you a gift once, I would like to change that
2: gift. Why do I feel comfortable here? Why does it feel... nice? I cannot
6: answer that question for you, Jewel. That knowledge belongs to you, and only you.
0: This place, this prison for me... is a place of thought where your very thoughts become reality. It is not a magic of sorts but more a science.
6: Perhaps this gives you some comfort.
2: Why are you trapped (laughs) here?
0: It is my sentence to hover on that line between one realm and another not able
6: to feel the waters not able to feel the sunlight I am here to witness the passage of time.
2: To watch. I thought that... this place, and she looks around and even sort of spins slowly. I thought this place was... the place between realms. But there is another place. Even between this. Is that right?
6: Another... Is a place beyond.
2: What is it you ask? <coughs> I believed... that the people we seek are potentially hiding in here But I don't believe that anymore
6: It is difficult to hide here When you are so vulnerable here One cut of silver And you will find yourself in those waters It is dark here but what you seek who you seek they reside in darker places still on the very edge
2: Do those people are they a threat to you as they are to us?
0: a long slow blink
6: they are not a threat to this place but they are a threat to your world and in as such they pose a threat
2: to all worlds then I can only Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your help. I hope to show my gratitude better from now on. You
0: have done everything you were meant to up to this moment.
2: Then why does it feel so hard? I would
0: not ask you to change who you are
6: your distrust of things makes you who you are and i will not change that, it is hard because it has to be hard.
0: Life, the passage of time is rarely easy, it is rarely without challenge those who accept the challenge who rise up against oppressors who fight for what they believe in
6: they are the true harbingers of fate
2: then i will do my part
0: it is done. There is going to be a blinding flash of silver lights and that weightless comfort, that sense of calm gives way to the feeling of falling as you then step back and catch yourself and hold a shard against you. You feel your form almost echo behind you. You have lost something, but gained something else in return. If you refresh your character sheet, you will have a replaced.
2: Woo, nice. Let's take a look.
1: <clears throat>
0: in this moment, as you all clutch a shard, a piece, of this star-touched crystal. You can all search for the star-touched crystal and add it to your inventory. Now it will say it requires attunement but as it is a group attunement it will not take one of your attunement slots. There are benefits from you attuning to this as a group but we will decide that in a second as a group as well. Um, it has been seconds, half seconds, Edgeus, you look up as Paige reaches a hand down. On your feet, boy. Now is not
6: the time to fall.
7: Oh, that was embarrassing after I just said that speech and then I got blown away. It made me look very inferior just pulls
6: himself up and gets real close
7: to Paige and goes, Do you think they noticed?
6: I think they noticed, but getting hit by a big shiny shard, I think they would have fallen too.
7: Oh, <clears throat> sure, whatever. Totally, yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Lex Cog settles itself on your shoulder, and almost seems to if a machine could take a big sigh of relief, just it just settles itself. Cabin mace releases you and this big robotic smile as he gently punches you against the chest. Jewel your Mother reaches for your hand. And takes it. Takes Mayanora's hand and just holds them both together. She watched you as a baby, you know.
6: I'm going to miss her.
2: She puts her forehead to both to all three hands and just stays there. She will then release your
0: friend's gone. gone.
2: She'll then go back to pick up aura's body and hopefully with her mother and father beside her walk her body back into the house.
0: And Paige is the one that lifts up Mayanora. And there is a tear that falls down his cheek. And as he lifts her, you feel that fatherly bond. That sense of fatherhood and that look of devotion from a father that is usually cast yours and bronze's way now. Cast down Mayanora as he lifts her. And... The four of you wander back into the house. Dream looks back towards Edius. Your friend makes a good speech. And we have been too lax in our judgments, in our choices. There are other things we must talk about, Jor, but
6: I think we all should sleep. For this evening, and discuss
2: it in the morning. He is good with words, and yes. There is so much to talk about.
1: Mm.
2: But, for my part, I am sorry that she is gone. But I am glad I'm home.
6: I'm glad you're both home.
3: And then, as cog has settled on lex you'll look at you'll look at cog you'll look at aegis because we're next to each other <clears throat> and f- filled with a renewed sense of glorious purpose you'll just skip i know what we have to do now
7: mm-hmm. I am so Kevin. glad you do, X, because I am way more confused than I was before. I spoke to, like, another one of me, and then there was another late. there was...
4: We'll talk about it later. It's not important right now. But I'm excited to hear what your plan is. I'm fucking hyped about that.
5: Kevin sees Kevin. Dream, Paige, and Jewel heading back, and, um walks up to bronze and just puts a almost like a brotherly arm around bronze and says we're gonna be okay and bronze walks with look her up
0: at you as tears just sort of fall down her cheeks. she just nods. she picks up a stone on the floor and places it in her sling. walks with you. I will say all of you now return to the House of Shadows Um, and little is said as you deal with what happened in terms of the evening fighting gargoyles, fighting shadows, fighting these dark elementals, to meeting these strange powers, each of you, your individual experiences. Memories that are lost but potentially found again. Experiences that spring hope and comfort renewed senses of self, or sometimes confusion, understanding a world that just got a little bit bigger for you. And I think as we all bed down and take a long rest for the evening, we will take a short break there, my friends.
3: What a first half! What fucking a first man. half! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so after all the breaking, you know I promised you I had goodies.
3: Yeah. They... Oh. <laughs> I'm so happy to press the long rest button as well because I've got fucking nothing. Left. <laughs> yeah, I was
2: say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness me! Amazing right. also, stuff. So also,
4: can I just ask a question based on the abilities of the Star Touch Crystal, Matt? Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the stellar navigation part of mm-hmm. this. That.
7: So. I've just blown away. I've just been reading this fucking <laughs> item and I've just been like, what the fuck? Um,
2: okay. This is an okay. artifact
0: level item.
2: We, Gee, are, I, this is we are not Lossy worthy powerful. to be holding the tesseract. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness me. Uh, yeah, let's read that over the break. Okay. Uh, question, Absolutely.
7: Question.
4: Um, as we, that evening, are we burying Mayanora that night
2: before we all bed down? I will is there leave that up to you. Or after. Uh, let's discuss that during the break and afterwards, I would say. Let's yeah. go with that.
0: Yeah, cool. Sounds good. Let's all go for a good break. Um Tom, you almost made me cry, buddy. Right. <laughs> uh, that was fucking <laughs> I do it every time. It's, it's just I mean. brilliant. <laughs> so well done. Well done. Well done to you all. Top first half. Uh, we will be back in a few minutes. Um, as we sort of re- recompose ourselves after those emotional moments as well. I'm going to stiff drink. Go to decide what we're going to do next. So yes, stiff drinks all around. Uh, well done for the first half, folks. Hey, Fletch. I've seen you in the chat. Just wanted to say hello before we sort of signed up for the break. Uh, yes, we'll be back in a few minutes. Get yourselves a drink. Stay safe. We'll be back in a few minutes.
2: hello this is dave and you're listening to the molten magic podcast if you're enjoying the show so far don't forget to check out our live action antics mondays at 7:30 pm uk time on twitch.tv forward slash magic vod episodes will land on our youtube channel each friday following the stream also please leave our podcast a rating and send us your feedback we'd love to hear from you now let's get back to the show
0: Hey yo! Hello, hello, hello. <clears throat> well, I think we're all still intense. reeling from that first half. To be honest, that was pretty yeah, intense. So, yeah, it's filled me with inspiration, Matt. I've got lots of ideas. I'm, I'm glad to have filled you with inspiration.
3: That is. <laughs> <Better> be <singing.
4: laughs> oh, Tom, you're
0: muted. Tom, Tom, you're muted, buddy.
5: I was just saying, does that mean we get to take an inspiration? If we're filled with
1: inspiration? <laughs> 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 not this time. Not question. Question. Not this time. You, just you've had a lot of fucking nice, gifts, you're
0: not getting inspiration as well. <laughs> <good old. laughs> like you I'm weirdly um, weirdly
2: kind of glad of that, because I still have my inspiration that I haven't used, so otherwise I would have wasted it. Me <laughs> yeah. up. That's,
0: that's good mine. then, as... And much like everything else, apparently, in the Gargoyle fight, mate. Right? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so yeah, there was a there was a lesson on resource management, I guess. Um, anyway, you all bed down for the evening inside the. Uh, I'm going to call it the House of Shadows now because that's officially the uh, the name of Jules' house. Um, and it is a. Uh, An uncomfortable night for for most of you it's not the biggest house you sort of end up sleeping in armchairs or curled up on the floor or um jewel i'm gonna say you actually go and crawl into bed with bronze and just hold your sister and be close to your sister for the evening um mayonora is laid in the front room with a a veil over her a dark um sort of black lace veil that dream pulls out um, and just lays it over her and as Dream sort of goes and settles tonight, she places one more kiss on Maenorah's forehead. Um, you all have a, a restful night, toss and turn a little bit with the thoughts that are just bouncing around everybody's heads right now but you wake the next morning to a strong warm sun. That has risen, and it feels much more summery in Stonebark this morning as you wake. Almost like there was a warmth that had been leached from this village, but shining through that canopy of trees now, the the warm summer sun on this tenth day of Palondar. Um, what are we doing?
2: Um, Jules go will to, uh... be helping making, make breakfast with, uh... Cool,
0: Jules helping make breakfast Tom?
5: I, uh, I approach Lex and say do you know the, the thing that you do where you sit down and you get quiet and it seems like you go to a different space or you get really still does that help with your balance?
3: It, um, it, I suppose it, it helps me quiet the emotional side of me so I can remain logical um, I suppose if I was to if I was truly in balance I wouldn't need the meditation it's to actually quiet the chaotic side of me to allow the logical side of me to take precedent but if I would have achieved true balance I would I wouldn't need the meditation
1: yeah.
5: Yeah. Uh, could you show me, Lex?
3: Well, actually, um, <clears throat> I wanted to guide the group through a, a group meditation this morning, actually, to, to help us connect as a, as a group, but also to the, to the new shards of, of crystal that we have. And I think that, that might help us all, especially this yeah. morning after what we went through.
5: I love it. Yeah. I, I'm. <clears throat> I feel like I need it, so I'm on board.
3: Um, so with with that, I'll I'll try and gather the group as sensitively as I can without trying to interrupt mourners and people other people in the house.
2: Joel Joe, Joe would would come to the group. Um, um, so just so that you all are aware, this is now a um, a small period of mourning. So the next few days. Uh, we shan't be doing uh, too much, but I'm sure that Lex, as you were stating, a, a, a bit of meditation, uh, would be acceptable. But perhaps, in fact, do you mind if we go somewhere into the forest? I, it is not far, but into the forest, just away, I can find solace there. Does this all agree. Yeah, again?
3: yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt any any customs your your village may have. So that that's perfect. Great.
4: Edius do... will. Oh, sorry. Go for it. Sorry.
3: I could
2: do
4: with
6: the walk. Very good, Edius. <laughs>
4: Edge is going to um, open up the kitchen cabinet that he slept in and, um, and pull various bits of himself out off of Jules' family's plates um, as, as Dream and that opened the cabinet in the morning to get all the stuff out for breakfast and
0: reassemble Page probably himself. walks up and opens it. What
1: the fucking hell? <laughs> oh, good morning! Ah!
6: We need to find you a place to sleep, my friend. Not in my cupboard. <laughs>
4: I was pretty comfortable. Your plates are, I don't know what they're made out of, but they are comfy. They are comfy
6: plates. Bone china. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
7: that feels a little bit sick. But you know what?
4: I'm about it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't sleep on the plates you did, Look,
6: I'm sure we can you are totally that. right. It,
4: it was, was dark so in here. I should have chose the cutlery drawer. That is, uh, that is definitely my fault. Um... <laughs> i actually have a question for you page two yes. questions for you two questions would um, you like
6: to reform e- yourself with the talking head inside the cupboard is a little bit uh, weird
4: oh sorry, <laughs> sorry. edges skull will like hop out onto the ground as then arms <laughs> like crawl out and begin like reattaching themselves um this is better thanks buddy you you look good today as well and he's gonna like smooth down a bit of uh a bit of cat fur on page's head uh that's sticking up
6: it's okay thank you good boy
4: uh and uh and Edius <laughs> is going to uh Edius is gonna be like look uh he's gonna pull out his uh his defender wakasashi and you know like draw it, you know, in that almost like ceremonial style and like place it in his hands, knowing that Paige is a blacksmith. And Egeus is gonna go, so, Jewel told me that um, you're a blacksmith. Jewel mentioned that uh, you typically don't work with weapons. I have a weird feeling that uh, that might not be the entire truth. Um, I have a favor to ask of you. I'm happy to pay or Lex is happy to pay, um, but <laughs> I have um, my, my sword here. See how I've tied this gem to it? This gem is connected to me, um, as is this one. Uh, and he's going to pull out the, the star touch crystal and be like, um, could you make some sockets either side of the guard? So that I could plug the two gems in, um, so that I can I can wield them and and their power through the um, through through this is like a conduit. Is that something that's within your skills? Page is going to take a very very
0: deep breath, and he's going to place his hands out and just lift the sword up. And as he lifts, he just closes his eyes.
6: I have not touched a blade in a very, very long time, and he's just going to bounce it and
0: catches the handguard and just sort of flourishes it around before. Hmm.
6: This is a fine blade, just Thank you. you Uh Thank you, Paige
4: one second sorry i'm just putting something together when i lived in union city i heard of a blacksmith now that i think about it they they called the blacksmith the shadow smith now I had always assumed that it was some, you know, dark sorcerer that was folding magic into steel. I have a weird feeling that, uh, that I might have been wrong.
6: I was Rose's told mother and I that... I, had a life before, well, after and before returning to Stonebark. Yeah. I was told that that
1: I blacksmith in
6: Union City.
4: could make swords that could cut gods.
6: My skills have been embellished over time, it seems, but I did once make weapons of power. I stopped well, one when they day... used for.
4: The wrong purpose. Well, one day, Paige, when I am more worthy than now, I would very much like to return and possibly uh, have you make me something that that a swordsman of a skill level of which I aim to become is worthy of wielding. On the topic of swordsmen, um, do you know anyone in the village that likes to swing a sword or is particularly good at it? Nearby, surrounding areas, anyone that, you know, like, within the next three, four days while we're here, I could possibly go travel and hang out with for a little bit? You as the, the blade dude?
6: If it is training you seek, I might be a little rusty, but... We can perhaps start. He's a Tori Hanzo from yes. Kill Bill. <laughs>
3: oh. So
4: Um I'd like that. I'd like that a lot, Mr. Page Shadowsmith, sir. Oh, does um, he
3: have the old a long page. old mustache like an old Kung Fu master
1: <laughs> <case>.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> is the There is a it. a definitive
0: White fur effect that kind of does. Yes. That, yes. <laughs>
1: um,
4: I would. Yeah, I would. I would love to. I'd love to do some training with you if you've if you've got the time. And as, as a legendary smith, after I've trained with yourself, I I hope to learn many styles, many stances, many forms. Is there any one you could recommend me seeing after yourself? Maybe not in this area, but I don't know. If the, Is there anyone of note that I should <clears throat> search for?
6: There is one swordsman who I think would be worthy of your time. He was my master, my sensei, long ago. And the name is Kenji Matsumoto.
3: What a a name! (laughs) Just happens he's the third person in the triangle with Klein and the. um, (laughs) 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 the the
2: Don't ruin his plans. You (laughs) spent you
6: spent time in Union City, Regius. I am surprised you do not already know this name. the very top of the city there is a dojo it is hidden go there with purity in your heart seek out sensei matsumoto maybe he will see fit to train you further
4: i'll tell him you gave me your blessing
6: You may use my name. I am not Dope. sure how much weight that still carries. Based on I will that begin mustache, work a lot. on this. <laughs> I will begin work on this sword for you, based on what I saw last night. Perhaps the socket for this particular shard, and looks at the Star Touch crystal. I will need to make a mechanism for this. Seems to like to fly of its own accord. And you don't need to be disarmed in the middle of combat. Unless it becomes
3: a flying, swirling blade. (laughs) Just put that out. What was that, uh, Lex? Sorry? I didn't even know you (laughs) were. You you? You fucking sneaky little bastard. That was the voice in your head. I was like, oh, that wasn't like." Oh. Nice to hear
4: you, Lex. Good morning. Um, sorry That was, <laughs> that was, that
1: was,
3: that was in the narrator, not Lex That was the uh, overture of the episode yeah.
0: That was Lex's internal monologue That just was loud enough for everyone That was Patrick Stewart um, and Ted right? <laughs> <the> head, right? <laughs> Very good um, Paige then takes the blade And just sort of It has been a while And you notice there is now a an empty or what was an empty scabbard at his side, which holds your Wakazashi. Um, there are new tools on his tool belt, or new. They weren't there yesterday. Um, and you now see the, the tools of a weaponsmith, not just a blacksmith. Jewel, you've sort of spoken to the others and uh Egeus, you then sort of creep outside to to where your three companions are. Mace is currently outside, just sort of shut down, but sensing you all near, just <laughs> Good morning.
4: Sup, dude. Oh, sorry.
6: Good morning.
3: No. Um
6: Dunk. Nice. <clears throat>
3: as a base. We, we've got something to do in the forest. Could you um keep an eye on the family and help them with their, their funeral preparations if you don't mind?
0: Yes. Absolutely. This I am adept at. And sort of places his mace and <clears throat> just ma- magnetically sort of connects to his back on top of his shield.
6: Weapon is not the right tool for the day.
4: Well actually mace can you give it about lex how long do you think this group meditation is going to last
3: how long is an hour an hour probably
7: yeah an hour okay uh lex if you can um use the sun to uh work out um when it's
4: been an hour um and then make your way into the woods as well lex once we're done with the the ritual or or whatever voodoo shit you're planning on doing um i would really love if we as a group started at least just regularly training together it, you know there was a couple moments where you know i was like i was like like jewel like i'll throw you in like you know and i feel like if we like if we work a- on some a- shit a- together a- we can get better
2: i love the idea um if you don't mind. Could we wait a few days? I, I, I think there is a lot for us to discuss. Um, most of the village will be in mourning. And I think it is nice if we take this break. Chat. And then I will be the first one with you. To find out how to work in strategy. Would you do this for me, Aegis?
4: Hey, I don't wanna overstep any sort of cultural, uh religious, uh you know, uh cat like you know, I don't I don't know what you guys do. I, I'm not from here. It, it I'm is from most it is more culture and I
2: and I think that um we can go through this afterwards, but I am keen to work out what Lex has to offer afterwards. Mm let us um let us plan uh i have a lot of research i would like to do um mm. and then i am sure i will be very tired of all the books and be very very glad to work with you in in planning in battle
5: yeah me too man i'll, I'll i'm right there with you
2: just <clears throat> for these days none of no training
4: mace you're not needed you just stay here
2: Please, sorry um follow me it is quite the view um jewel will I'll start. go around
0: i will help to rebuild as well seeing a few houses that are just sort
2: of collapsed and stuff like that Um carry on uh so jewel will lead the the group out of the village um what we haven't really seen, because we've basically only been here in dusk and darkness, is there are mountains quite nearby. Now, not like proper overshadowing, but certainly you can see over the trees, even even from here. So, uh, start heading towards those, and as we walk through, um, you get the sense that these are obviously well-tamed by the village, but still wilderness forests. Walking through well-trodden paths, we start heading on an incline into the the lower hills, lower foothills of these mountains, and at one point find a a section where the, the trees... There's a bit of a clearing, um, a couple of rocks outcropping, but it's quite a large area, and actually you then get to see over the mm-hmm. forest, over the village, and you can see it. It, it. It's actually quite difficult to see the forest, but it is, I suppose, like clearings in the forest make this village. Um, a river running through and you, you do get to see quite a gorgeous view of the sun over this village.
0: Make me perception checks while you're travelling as well, so uh, group perception check. Sorry. Uh-huh. 26.
3: 26,
0: uh, 13.
5: First roll, not 20. Hey, yeah, baby, way-o. Tom's back
1: in the business. <clears throat> um, uh, Eddie, sorry.
0: Fourteen. So there's a moment where, as you're wandering, you see what looks like uh, an old, very, very old, overturned wagon and some old um, mildewed and, and rotting crude arrows in it. Um, Jewel, you're reminded of what used to happen before the shadows. Stonebark's always been a village of defense. Um, And you remember that long before the shadows turned up goblinoid attacks were quite common and you see now the remnants of a long ago goblinoid attack on a clearly a caravan traveling this way. As you go up into the foothills you see more old signs of older goblinoid paths and um, some old goblinoid camps. But for where you then stop, it is this place of (laughs) serenity, of peace, of beauty, as well as you look out over Stonebark village and almost out over some of Dryamir as well from your vantage point.
4: Dope. Well, this like, place is cool.
2: I hope this is um a quiet mm-hmm. enough place.
3: This this is perfect. Thank you. It was um, it, it was
2: always tranquil for me to look over here away from everyone else.
3: Couldn't have picked a better spot. Now, mm-hmm. I know we're all going through a period of loss, but I, I don't know about you, but it's it's made me think about other people we have lost and how we, we cannot lose any more people, which is which means that I think after we've gone through the morning and done the ritual with me we need to get Callum back. And I think the way we do that is we need to harness the power of these crystals, of these shards. And we need to do that collectively, together. So as one, we become more powerful to allow us to control the portals, to close them, to open them, detect them, whatever we need to do. This is what I, th- I think we have to do—not that we should do—we have to do. So I'm with you, man. I'll I'll turn to you first, Cavan. So part of Lex's new new treat, his new trick is—he's kind of got more of a connection to all of you. I suppose telepathically, psychically, in a way. So he he will know. You'll get the feeling that. When he's talking to you he knows what we've all collectively been through when we got hit by the shots so he'll look at you, Cavan, and go we talked about balance earlier today <clears throat> what what you need to do is to make peace with your the, the hate the knots in your stomach the chaos in your head and the loud voices you need to combine that and make peace with your heart which is so full of love and calmness you need to bring all of those things together, and you will achieve balance. Jewel, you need to allow yourself, your inquisitive mind, your, your anti-magic stance, you need to allow that to meld with your astral self to become at one and at peace with yourself. Edgius, <clears throat> you need to combine your yearning for death with your new found hope for living. And your newfound purpose to survive and i need to come to terms with the chaos of my emotions and the logic that i've been taught from mechanics and if i combine those i will also find peace so if we all join together and focus on that and try and bring that harmony between ourselves we can then harness the power of these crystals
2: when i when i died I I say that uh, loosely, I don't know quite what happened. Ever since then, I was trying to almost disconnect from this other side of me. Almost the side that died? (laughs) That maybe is the best way of putting it, but last night I felt, when I returned to the astral plane, I felt like I was home. And I think I finally accepted that I did go somewhere. And that it is now a part of me.
3: Yeah. The parts of us that we've been trying to hide or force down or push away, we actually need to let them come to the fore and actually accept them. That's what we need to do
5: yeah that's what that's what i'm feeling as well it's this this acceptance thing of just it's almost like not wanting to not wanting to let aspects of yourself that you're not happy with come out and i think what we're saying is it's we need all of it we need all of it we need to accept all of it and and in accepting it we will be better able to control it and balance it and and I felt that just walking out here. I, I've always been in tune, but I feel like um, something's changed. I'm not sure what it is, but I feel more connected to all of it, to you. And as he's looking around and hearing the birds and seeing the sunset, to, I don't know if you feel this, but it feels like we're connected in a way. Am I, does this sound crazy?
2: No, you, no, no, not at all. I feel connected uh, all the more. Acceptance, Cavern, is absolutely the right word. I don't know whether this is the same with you. Um, I understand if it is not, because of the other connections I've had in this village um, with Mayanora. But I almost feel like the a loss of uh, has brought us closer together ourselves. Because... It shows how fragile this is, and yet we still have all survived as long as we have stayed together.
4: Mm. Egeus remains relatively quiet during this... Sorry. uh, Remains relatively quiet during this moment, as what's going on in his head is a yearning to want to do what Lex is saying. But with no tools of how to do so and very little grasp of belief in what has just encountered, he almost has a voice in his head that Lex I'm sure with your telepathy you can hear that is almost going round of like Lex is right but I can't do that like I've just got to pretend I've got to pretend that I've, I, 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 just, I just don't believe what I saw. It wasn't real, surely. It was just me getting concussed from hitting my head as I fell.
3: And I will turn to Edges and go, you don't need to believe. You just need to accept what we can do together and who you are now.
4: You know, Lex, for uh for a guy with such uh such little um with such a mind, you uh you do know how to uh you know how to say the right thing at the right time. You should uh, should look at possibly taking up a, well, I mean, maybe some songwriting or or poetry or something like that. You uh you've got away with words. Can I just say guys, in amongst everything that's just been said here, I'm scared the path ahead is
2: the only one
4: I'm right the path ahead is is gonna be dark um i'm 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 really afraid guys and all I'm gonna do is try and build the tools so that I can make sure that when the time comes I'm there for you guys but um I don't think I've said it out loud but I fucking love you guys. This is, uh, this is the closest thing I've had to a family in a, uh, in a very long, long time. And uh, I just hope you guys know that with every atom and fiber of my bones, I will do all that I can to help you guys find your peace as well as find my own. But also all that being said. You guys are fucking annoying at times.
2: <laughs> um yes, I think you, that man. is the definition of family edges. <laughs> and
3: I also think that's the definition of balance. As I hold out my hand <laughs> with I've got the shard in my hand and I'll hold out my hand to Edges for you to take my hand. And then I'll as I'll crash my you, open hand on yours.
4: And then I'll hold my yeah. open hand with my gem in it to cavern.
1: And as you do, you'll well, feel like a, a frequency. thing. Oh,
0: fucking hell. Go on. Edius, yes, you Wisdom saving throw! Over to. Um, Page. So in this uh,
4: moment. I'm going to DM. I thought for I it. just gave him. In this moment. I thought I just gave him a sword. And just so he could make the sockets for it.
3: Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Do. So as, as our hands connect and you hold the other gem out, I like to, I'd like to think that you hear like a resonancy or a frequency that mm. is slightly different, but then as you hold yours out and Kevin puts his hand in yours and holds his gem out and Joel puts his hand on, the frequencies start to harmonize and the noises because you know, like, obviously they've all got a resonance, they all start to converge and become one hum that goes around us all. Sorry, Matt, I might have ruined what you were going to do there.
1: No, no,
0: no, no, it's a player agency, go with it. Um, so, yeah, as you all now sort of connect and begin to grasp gems and hands, and there is those moments where you get these four discordant notes that very quickly become a chord, a chordant, so to speak, a power chord,
1: a power (laughs) chord,
0: there is this ringing, this symphony of frequencies now, in this moment, as you all connect together,
3: Lex, continue please. And then this is when Zordon turns up and tells us we're all Power Rangers now. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Big floating on. head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then what will happen is gears will start to come out of my me and start swirling in the middle. Shadow will start to come from you, edges and start swirling around. Starlight and shadow will start to come from jewel, and from cavern, just a a blinding light. And that will converge into, I suppose, it will look like a mathematical equation for a start, some weird algebra, but then it will turn into some scales, which are teetering, and then all of a sudden they'll just level up. And then it will go back into all of us.
0: So yes, as you all Begin to exude the effects of your individual feats. Um, jewel as your form itself, those echoes, that sort of shift around it as you gently sway. Cavern, that's light that begins to glow almost just behind your eyes and around you and along your quarterstaff. Edgeus, you're almost the polar opposite is shadow just begins to snake around you. And Lex, these gears that begin to flow around your, your head, almost, and then around your body as they all do go up. And you see an equation, scales, ringed by shadow. And then pinpricks of starlight, just. And you all close your eyes and just bathe in the power a full hour as this continues and slowly but surely the gemstones leave your hands and they float up and reform into that single solid startup crystal above you that just floats and rotates, constantly radiating power down on the four of you. As the hour closes they just separate again. (laughs) and float back and just land in your laps you are now fully attuned to the star touch crystal as a
2: team Um, can I say then that Jewel can effectively see with her eyes closed sees an outline of each one in the group in starlight. Like, they're each a constellation that are... As oh, they move, cool. it breathes. Um, and... that she then realises that she can sense and know where each of them are. And she opens oh. her eyes, and there they are.
4: Egeus will, uh... Due to his just you know, almost like ADHD-like chaoticness, will have multiple times during that hour opened his eyes to see if everyone else has still got their eyes closed, <laughs> and then close. <laughs> I say open his eyes, he will, like, the, the principle of opening <clears throat> his eyes with his, uh, yeah, with his skull, um, to, to check if anyone else is, is, is awake and um, and as he does that, and then he closes them the final time Similar to Jewel, uh, but not constellations. Almost basked in moonlight. Almost like these, like ghostly forms of his compatriots show. Almost like a ghostly mist, and it. But it's like moonlight in color, kind of floating with the wind that's in the area. Kind of drifts off like smoke of each of these individuals, as uh, as Egeus can also now sense uh, everyone else in the group and their emotional states. Lex, why, why'd you have a boner now,
2: Jack? <laughs> <laughs> is a boner an emotional state? I mean, that's an that interesting question. That would be a dual boner as
4: well for uh, <laughs>
0: Lex
2: as well. Yeah, I've got two boners, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh.
5: Yeah. Um, Kevin is. It, it, the penny has dropped for Kevin. And uh, he, he thinks the rest of the group senses the same thing, but he just now realized, as we're holding hands, that it's not necessarily my mission to reach perfect balance, but just to accept that I may or may not be in it at any time. But what I do know is that in this moment, with the four of us, we are in perfect balance. We've got all the different elements completely in sync and calibrated, the extremes are balanced out by the middle sections. And it feels kind of like universally calm, and also rippling with energy at the same time, if that's even possible. Um, There's just a lot of everything happening at once in a calibrated way that feels very, very natural, and powerful, and peaceful, and calm.
3: And then for Lex, I suppose he's experienced something he hasn't allowed himself to feel before, which is his definitive sense of purpose. Also an underwhelming sense of love, friendship, kinship with everyone in, in the circle. And actually he's realized that some of the best things he's done to achieved the directive set for him has been done out of emotion, out of love and care for everybody. So I would like to say that now I've achieved that harness, I don't need to do my meditation anymore because I am at one. You have beat me to the
0: absolute <laughs> <punch>. <laughs>
2: I, 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 Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, like, the fact that oh. Lex has found that his emotions are what he's driven down and away. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Lex has found that unique point within himself where the chaos and the balance meet. And he understands can... that it all fits
4: together. The equation of Lex is solved. I'm not sure if, as players, we can do this. But can we please give Danny inspiration for that decision just then, for that, for that moment? Holy shit! One hundred percent. Yeah, that was
6: awesome.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
3: I have peaked now. I will never do any better than this episode. I'm sorry, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> or,
0: no, I mean you said it in the chat that you're never going to do DMing again. Based on this, I am
3: ready for the Danny one shot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm <ready for> this. <laughs>
3: Well, the, the, the five minutes of seriousness, so and that'll just be cocks for the, for the
2: next one. Uh, so, so like a normal episode of, of Mortal Magic? Yeah, standard <laughs> Mortal Magic. <yeah. laughs>
0: Excellent stuff then. Um, in this moment then, is there anything else anybody wishes to describe,
4: do? Uh, can I ask you a question? How far from where we currently are would you say... Um, I'd say uh, probably, Union City so, is. Union oh, City. So in terms is. of from
0: Stonebuck, yeah. it is... Like a, um, is it like a
2: three-day round trip? It's probably like a 20-day <laughs> round trip. It,
0: no, it's... It's about... Because it's at the, the far end or the the, the end mm-hmm. of the Athenir peaks and you're on one side right now. Yeah. It is roughly around a 60-mile journey to get there, so that's about two days just to get there and then two days back if you're using the cart. What about on moose back? Great question. That's what I mean. If you're using using moose (laughs) or the cart to travel, that's a two-day journey.
2: I was going to say, otherwise that's like a six-day journey. (laughs) Mm. Or by foot. (laughs) Uh,
4: Lex... You know this new you know this unity that we feel and the uh, the star touch crystal um do you think that we could use it to open a portal to somewhere else on this material plane
2: i i i'm sorry to 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 are we now able to do more than what does this (sighs) crystal allow us to do now lex
3: what what we have achieved is we can obviously we know we can close portals but now we can open portals at will to anywhere we want to go
1: that's why i
3: said we need to get callum back Oh no it won't it, it will only stay open for a short time but we can do it I suppose we, it'll stay open for like a minute, probably, but enough for us to get through, do what okay. we need to do, and then we can just open another portal to get back. Because the point is, portals open. So we'll go through, close, it'll close, and then we'll open another one to
2: return home. Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, this is incredible. Um, do we need anything to make sure we end up in the right plane, or is it just your willpower?
3: I'm. I'm assuming, Matt, above table, we'll still need a portal key to make sure we open the right portal, otherwise we'll just be, it'd be like fucking sliders. We'll just be fucking ending up in a random place or yeah. a stargate.
0: Yeah. Uh, and to above table, to answer the question of can we open a portal to anywhere else on this plane, no, it has to be to another plane. Okay. Uh,
3: but we're Power Rangers t- now, so we can use our Megazords, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to uh, say um, Lex, can you roll me a D100 just as Edius continues please
3: Oh, is this with the move superpowers
4: Guys, I am um, now that we've finished this and Jewel, I know you mentioned, you know, you've got a couple days where you um, where you need to look after um, your family and stuff like that and though I really want to be here um there's a tool that I'm missing at the moment and you know I I'm I'm good with a sword but I'm not I'm not incredible with a sword I need to go do something guys but I'll be back before the memorial stuff is done Um I'm going to borrow Jezebel for just a couple days um i've got to i've got to go home to go meet someone that your dad told me to go meet jewel um but i'll i'll I'll, i promise i'll be back within within the time that that we need um there's just
2: i i just have to do this it is fine no this is fine seriously it is fine please um Go go, do what you need to. I, I, I find myself luckily in the place where I want to do my own finding, my own research. Uh, the irony of me leaving all those many months ago to find how to save this village and, well, I suppose how to save this village was to bring all of you here. Um, but there is so much more now I have returned, I need to find out. I, I, I. Therefore, am going to be, you know, st- sticking my head in books for the next couple of days, um, uh, as well as my duties along with my family. So please, do do go, um, but but promise me you will return.
4: Well, well, I, I was even going to say, dependent on what you guys are thinking, I, I can come back. I'm I'm happy to come back, but um. You know, Union City is a beautiful place. Me and me and Kevin used to enjoy, you know, bumming around there. Um, if in a couple days' time, you'd rather come and join me there, and then we go to get Callum from possibly there. I know they have a big library that Lex could do research in. I know that uh, they've got some some places where uh, where we could stay. Um, I know some people. I mean, it's just a thought. Um, If if you wanted to come and join me there Otherwise I'm more than happy to come back I'll I'll, I'll let you guys decide what we do in that case But uh, but I'm I'm happy to do whatever I just need to make this journey
2: Yeah, absolutely Um, What do the rest of you want to do? Uh, Where do we Um, go from here? I mean, I suppose we cannot open that portal again
3: Well, my main priority Is trying to figure out How we open a portal To the Feywild to get him
5: back I mean Edgeus, I I guess two things come to mind one is I think I realize that you're never gonna feel ready enough but if you're really in tune with where you are that emboldens you and empowers you in a way that maybe you don't even realize And especially if you can do that with others that seem to enhance your powers when you're together. So that's the first thing I'd say to you. The second is, I'll go with you, dude. If you need some help or some company or some backup or whatever, Um, I kind of feel indebted to Jewel's family. But I've known you since the beginning, so... I'll roll with you if
2: you need me, or want me.
4: Edgeus, uh, his jawline seems to shift ever so slightly, as if if there were skin there, he'd be smiling. Um, and, uh, he goes, you guys are some sandbagging sons of bitches, and uh, and I appreciate you all very very much. Jewel, I appreciate you, you know, supporting what I need to do. Cabin, I appreciate you, uh, you wanting to come with, and uh, and Lex, I appreciate whatever that dice roll you just rolled. Some dice on the ground. I don't know what that was for, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I I appreciate you doing that as well. Um, I'm sure it was important to you. Um, I, I think, Kevin, I think what you said is right. You, you have found some, some love here with this family. How about this? I'll go to Union City. In four days time, you guys come to Union City as well. Meet me there. Bring my sword that Paige is currently working on. And... we'll make our final plan there we can we can then you know if if lex if we need a key you mentioned you know keys for portals and if we need a key a city is a good place to find a key i'm sure there's ample shops that have things that we could use that that might be able to sell something to us if we don't already have a key um i'm I'm happy to uh, happy to have you stay, Kevin, and uh, and I appreciate you guys a lot for understanding.
3: Okay.
0: Lex, what was the result uh, of your dice roll?
3: Eighty-seven.
0: Very good, thank you. Cool. Are we doing anything else while we're here, then?
5: Can I just ask, Lex, that thing that you do? with Edgeus where he can understand what you're saying. Can he well Edge can you communicate from, at a distance the two of you?
4: Uh can can I respond to you when you talk in my head, Lex?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um I can I can send you messages, but I can send that to all of you, but what I can do now is actually uh, Telepathically link to you all, um, not all of the time, and only at opportunity moments. But probably, like during battle, I could telepathically link to you all, and we can communicate and uh, come up with battle plans in the moment, unbeknownst to the enemy.
2: Okay. In, in answer. I guess uh, what I'm. Go on.
5: Okay. Yeah, what I guess what I mean is, um, you know, if if Edgius needed to, could he send an SOS to us? Could he send a I'm um, in a situation to us.
3: Oh, wow. I've got two two sending stones, not linked to each other. One of them is, in the, is with a magistrate, and the other one is with someone is else. With ship crew. It's not with it's not with Captain Roman, is it? R- Romeo. I can't even not remember. i give it to freaking clue. Hang on, I wrote it in my character sheet because so I keep forgetting. One. One for the magistrate, one for Brom. I've got to put that in the notes of the item, Brom. <clears throat> so, no, I can't communicate with you. All
1: right, that's All not right. that long. It's ago. just
3: <clears throat> um, look, I'll I'll, I'll be I, fine. I'm.
4: What's the worst that's going to happen? I die. I'm already
1: there.
3: <laughs> 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 uh, um, as as Lex I, actually allowed himself to laugh at a joke for the first time.
0: And the laugh is really weird. It sort of goes up and then down and then up and all over the <laughs> and it Finally settles on a, on a chuckle. Uh,
2: <laughs> the, the the practicalities <clears throat> of finding you, how uh, are we going to find you in Union City?
4: Oh, I mean, that's easy. Cabin. You remember yeah. the Husky Slipper, right? No, that, that's yeah, you're, fine. You you're remember the Husky Slipper.
5: Yeah. Okay, Jewel, yeah. Don't best, worry. Best tavern, I, I got
3: Best tavern you. in Union Look, you, City. You, yeah. you, We're forgetting Cabin is the best trekker in the whole of, NRF, So uh, yeah, um, yeah. We,
2: we will we will leave here um, uh, after three days. Um, mm-hmm. So Edges, I suppose, if you leave tonight, perhaps then yes, we will be with you in four days after that. Uh, but I'm just saying, yes, we will be. You know, from now we will arrive. In five days, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, with with mm-hmm. the travel between here and Union City. Um, I hope to take as much of that time to find as much of the um, information uh, I can. Um, anything I find, I hope to bring with me and we can all share it. Cavan, um, I would be grateful for you to stick around. Lex, I think you may be a very good sounding board to to discuss the things we are going to find. Mayanora was clearly more connected than any of us knew. Uh, Well, I suppose we all guessed we but the wrong side of the coin. So I want to find out more about why. uh, If the village has any significance or whether it was just Mayanora. um, And find out more information about the connection between this village and the Crystalline Isle. Why, Lex? Did that portal go to the same place as the one we found near Morstacy?
3: Well, you raise an interesting point, actually, because the portal we healed back in Stacy, if you remember—we found the like obsidian onyx portal key. Yes, the black stone, right? That was the same pendant that Dragon was wearing around his necks. This time, cog, cog, give me, give me that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. He, he, uh, cog recovered this, mm-hmm. which is identical to your shard, edges which makes me think mm. either there wasn't a portal to the same place, or it was a portal, and this is the key that was being corrupted into a, a shadow portal. I don't know, but I think I need to look more into this.
2: Okay, I don't so know what we... kind of portal it may have been so possibly not um and therefore i want to know more about uh both of the possible planes the connection um and again anything look i realize that we are in the middle of nowhere but i i i kind of feel like we may find information that is not widely known and we can correlate that to ones that are known in the city, like Union City. So mm. I am going to do my best to do my research and then bring it to those uh, books in Union City.
4: Jewel, you, you just said something that made me think of something fucking crazy. Well, I, I say that. Everything we do seems to be on that spectrum somewhere. Um, i I... You just mentioned that, the, the, that these keys may have been part of corrupted portals. What if the keys that we currently have were corrupted during the portal corruption? What if they actually were keys to other portals originally? And if you, Lex, are able to uncorrupt a key, then maybe we could use the shards that are from the corrupted portals to get us to whatever natural portal you, was originally. There. You, are, you,
2: you are saying that the portal and the key are both corrupted in the same manner? I, I, I
3: think I might have hit on something. It's it. just what came to my made, head. You've made neurons fly in my head, right? Um, your shard is mm-hmm. purple. This shard is purple. Mm-hmm. The perp, the color purple, each portal is related to a color. So like the plane our portal to Mechanus is diamond. The one to the Feywild is green. The one to the astral plane is gray. This is purple. Mm. Purple is the color of corruption. Mm. What if this is the key to corrupting a portal rather than opening one?
4: Interesting. Uh,
2: you Interesting. you mean that these keys would have otherwise um, glowed with a different uh, color um, before they this, were corrupted?
3: Well, I don't know. Where did you get your shard from? You f- it came after your fight with Klein, right?
4: Yeah, it was just in my hand when I woke up.
3: And you came the back, back from the, the realm of the dead.
4: Yeah, well, yeah. Some some place where there was a, another dude like me in a cloak, in a boat, been a little so bit of a So I, I think I need to look in into
3: more. If purple means corruption and this is a purple shard, whether this is a mm. corrupting power or whether we can use it to our advantage.
2: At DM, yeah. the, um, the discussions about planes and portals and keys um mm-hmm. brings jewel back to the conversation that she had with the watcher and about um silver daggers and the astral plane can she make a history check or something uh, just to remind herself does she does she think does she connect that there is a a vulnerability with the astral plane and silver. Um, she may not know that, but was make that a me,
0: make me a history or a? I'm just trying to think. Is this the in the realms of this sort of? Do, 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 do no so yes we will say a a history i'm going to stretch and say or an insight check based on what the watcher said you're trying to read insight into that message or you can yep. just do the straight history check
2: <clears throat> i like insight out of interest they're both the same number but i like insight because of the mm-hmm. lack of knowledge she would otherwise have yep. um uh but it would be an 18
0: 18, Regardless. do you think on those words of the the watcher and uh, a single slice of silver, you would assume that there is something about silver that puts you in an extra vulnerability within that plane, within that place of existence? Should you get hit with silver, there is a there's something about that that poses more danger than normal weapons.
2: Um, guys, you speak of um trying to get to these places, similar to when we were discussing trying to fight our foes in our dreams and thinking they were going to be vulnerable. What if our enemies were vulnerable in a ...different plane to where they reside. Um, Not just of lack of it being their home ground, but... ...what if we found a place where... ...we could seriously take the fight to them? I I don't mean our own. I, 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 I mean, honestly, they're probably as powerful... But you know what I mean. Uh, if they are good in Shadowfell, uh, anything like this, can we not try and fight them, draw them, pull them, push them into a place where we could hurt them? I had a an inkling that people are vulnerable in the astral plane, but I don't know if that is only a certain number of people. And you're muted, Danny. Rewind. Rewind. Try again.
4: <laughs> if,
3: uh... Talking backwards sounds like Russian. Um, if... <laughs> if Gosh. I, uh... If I think... If I'm picking up what you're putting down, Joe, if we can open a plane, a portal to the Astral Plane, but our enemies are in there they're more vulnerable and they're in a weakened state so we have more chance of defeating them is that what you're
2: saying I, yes I, I wish that I understood more and maybe one day I will get to ask I don't know whether the watcher well the so watcher clearly stated they were trapped there um, I wonder if they were trapped there due to the use of uh, he said a slice of silver or slither of silver um, is damaging, mortal, um, dangerous in, um, I wonder if anything silver will damage something or someone in the astral plane more than normal? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, I am so out of my depth here, but I wonder if, as you say, yes, we get them into a disadvantage. Uh, It may well be simply getting them to a plane they are not familiar with will give us the upper hand. But if you have the ability to um, create these uh, portals... Cavern, you are so good in in a fight to to tackle an enemy through one of these portals and get them into unfamiliar territories we all follow and they are separated from their armies.
5: Yeah, I could do that. I could... Uh, I was thinking while you were saying that as well, Jewel. Certainly, I, I, I mean, if, if the opportunity arises, I'll drive someone into, you know, the other side of the wall if I need to, but what if we also... what if we also pretended we were escaping and they were drawn in it's almost like a, a little bit of trickery you know how you try to trick a rabbit into coming towards you instead of running away from you or instead of holding its ground so yes. we trick it yes. to attack us um, we pretend we're escaping and leave just enough time for the enemy to come through and then the portal closes behind it and now it, it's in yes this I mean, area that we'd want it to be
2: of course Yes, I, I, I'm not this. Uh, I'm not ignoring your your desire to work on our battle tactics, but that exactly is the type of thing that needs us to get close to our enemy, and then mm. either draws them away or pulls them away um, mm. out of battle and into uh, an area they are unfamiliar. Well, if even if not this um, possible vulnerability.
4: Well, John, could I just there's this. There's a sixth song that I once heard. It was uh, it was called um, <clears throat> it was called something 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 spider something something verse. I, I I couldn't really get my head around what the song was called, uh, but but it, it talked about this gentleman called Milos Morales, and uh, and he he used this strategy <coughs> to fight these extra dimensional beings by hopping through not just one, but multiple portals onto different, what, he, what, what the song describes as verses, but are like almost planes as far as I understood it. And, and he, he, he battled these, these, these dudes on, on multiple planes. I think it's not a bad strategy at all. I, I, I think I, that's I, a good strategy.
2: I think, honestly, if we go to their plane, wherever they are aiding, they are going to have the upper end. Uh, we spend mm-hmm. the least amount of time there, and we force them into what we want them to, to be.
4: Like, like we've just been saying, there's, there's a balance to all things. What if, what if each plane has like a balancing counter plane? So, yes. like you know the,
2: the, the shadow fell um we take it to somewhere else and and they will be vulnerable um, like a
4: place that's really bright like you know well, like yes. like um, a like a stadium or something that has lots of lights in it or something well, like that
2: i i i don't know i mean i am looking you know i left my uh my my, my satchel down at the else but i have my drawing. um mm. we could find we could we could circle which ones maybe um, connected as in their opposing sites.
4: Hmm. I like that. I like that. Right, let's let's get back. <laughs> I need to go pack my shit and I need to get the fuck out of here. But what I, are you I, gonna uh, say, uh, let's, let's walk through
5: I was just gonna say Is there a way we could practice this? Is there a way we could time it in such a way? Can we open portals and close them in sort of a artificial environment that we are stepping through them and then stepping out of them and understanding what the timing is and understanding what we could do, what movements we might have so that we could lure something into the plane at the exact right times, so the plane closes behind them. Is that possible or is it like a one shot, one and done?
3: No, I, I do think we need to practice and we, we know of friendly planes, well, semi-friendly, like the astral plane, we know we can could, we could go there the, the fey wild there's elements of that that we could just nip into and nip back out of the portal's open for a minute we could practice transversing sure
2: and and lex is it is it as easy as deciding where we are going to go or do we need to have anything else we need a key we need a key oh, we've so got simil- similar plane. to these 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 little um uh, uh, rocks that you have picked. yeah yeah
3: but we've got an astral plane shard necklace so we can go to the astral plane I've got Cog. Um, I can use him as a key and go to Mechanus. I think. Oh, that's a question though, Matt. When we use the Star Touch crystal and the key, is the key consumed? I know it's consumed when we heal a portal, possibly. But is it consumed if we just open one?
0: Have to try it and find out, won't you?
2: Yeah. Don't use Cog for that. You um...
0: bastard!
3: I knew you were going to say
2: that. <laughs> well, let's try Cog then and <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
6: um... Very but, good, then.
2: If you're Arpeageus and you need to go, then let us get, yeah. to, get back to the village.
4: When we get back to the village, I would like to take a uh, a moment to speak to Jules' younger sister at some point.
0: Very good. We will but, say you head back to the village, then. And it doesn't take very long. Um, <clears> or <throat> oh, it takes you... You walk back that familiar path. probably takes you about the hour it took to get up here. Um... You can see that Mace has already been hard at work reinforcing buildings. Um, there is an area by the cemetery uh, where a number of bodies are laid under black veils um, in preparation to be buried. It looks like there's going to be a, a mass burial of sorts of mass ceremony. You find bronze hovering outside her mum and dad's house. Um, and as you approach, she just sort of gives you a very weak smile.
2: No.
4: So so Egeus will have packed his shit, will have bag on his shoulder. He'll have a uh, collar of his jacket popped. He'll have thick scarf on ready to... Because uh, Egeus plans to traverse the the peaks. He believes that the temple that uh, Paige talked about is actually at the top of the closest mountain to Union City, and he remembers hearing stories about a temple atop that mountain. So he hopes to traverse the mountain tops. So uh, as he uh, as he's walking Jezebel to the to the edge of town, and he sees Bronze, um, he's going to go over and go, um, "Hey, little one." Hello. Um, I know we don't know each other too well, and I've been pretty abrasive in your company up until this point. Um, But, um, you know, your sister is an incredible person. Um, She is both powerful and weak in all the best ways. And by weak, I mean she is vulnerable, she is open, She is loving and caring just when it needs to be. If you ever question what you're doing or wonder what path to take, I suggest simply asking yourself, what would Jewel do? For that is something that has gotten me through many things since I've met them as well. But um, the reason I've come to talk to you is uh, it's got to be a secret, so um, I have a rule. There's a, there's different codes for uh, for for secrets. Code pink is uh, you can tell anyone. Code blue is just the people in the vicinity that heard the secret. Code black is uh, kept between just those who know the secret and told to others if desperately necessary. And then there's something called Code Magnum. Now, Code Magnum is, uh, is something that you take to the grave with you. Now, you've got a long time until that, so you're gonna have to carry that burden for a while. Today, I'm gonna give you a, uh, a Code Magnum, your first, of many maybe. Aegis is gonna pull from his back his folded rapier that is in a pan flute form. Um, your father is repairing a blade for me, and uh, I no longer need this, but much like your sister, I'm sure one day it will come in very useful to you, both as possibly something to charm, but also something to maim. Please be very careful with this. Do not use it for fun. This is not a toy. This is something that you use when you must. Edius is gonna unfold it and pull the rapier from its sheath and go, this is the very first blade I was ever gifted as a young man. And I feel it only fitting to give it to you. He's gonna put it back in the sheath, fold it back up and hand it to bronze.
0: key shakily hand just sort of takes that pan flute and, and the tiniest note comes out thank you i think
4: be brave love your family support those around you and thank you for letting us into your home I apologize for any disrespect I may have caused, and uh, one day I'm sure uh, I'm sure there's a badge somewhere in our uh, in our agency for yourself. It would be a, it'd be a pleasure to have you join the detective agency. but otherwise, have a great time. Do your sister proud and uh, I'll catch you on the flip side. Remember, rock the fuck on.
3: Roxy, fuck We started a graduate scheme for the Planar Detective Agency. <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> it's love It's an internship.
4: It's, it's, a, yeah. it's <laughs> an
1: internship.
4: Um, and I'll ruffle her hair, and then um, I'll turn, look back to the rest of the group, kind of put my hand in the air, and then, like, touch it to my heart, or where my heart would have been. Um, and uh, and uh, we'll then mount Jezebel and be like... Come on now, girl. Uh, we got a long road ahead of us, and uh, as he as he kind of pulls out of town, um, he would just be singing to himself: uh, "Generals gather in their
7: masses." flower black
4: witches on their matches and we will just like head out of town basically to uh to towards the uh the mountains that surround the stonebark village very good as edgius bones
0: then mounts jezebel and and leaves stonebark along a well-trodden trail to the southwest um Sort of ringing the mountain so to speak, or keeping the mountains on his right hand side. And the rest of you return to Jewel's house, begin to help with preparations as you see Jewel Dream drags you into a, well doesn't drag you, but sort of welcomes you into a side room where none of the male counterparts are allowed and you see Mayanora's is stripped naked body being prepared, cleaned, where she is no longer covered in blood and her porcelain-like skin just shines and there's that ruby red hair sort of cascades around her shoulders. The true beauty of Mayanora shines through.
2: Uh, The dream just looks
0: at you and just says, such a vision. I will miss her.
2: Are you okay, Joel? (laughs) To answer that honestly would take a while. (laughs) I am getting there.
6: I think we'll all be getting there for some time. Yes.
2: I'm... I, I don't I honestly don't know what to do with this was her dagger and she pulls out the dagger from her belt I feel like I want to lay lay it with her but I will let you choose
0: I think the decision <coughs> excuse me. I think the decision jewel ultimately falls to you Um, Lay it with her Use it You seem to have a thing for daggers, at least Will this not be useful for you? Could it not be her final gift to you?
2: We shall have to see I think I—I um, th- I think in a few days' time, hopefully, I will know more as to why you wisely have taught me to distrust magic. I thank you for that. We should the way.
6: probably talk about that, too. Long.
2: And afterwards, I may decide if this dagger is for me or not. But for now... As much as I know that I have... Entered my Anora From this side of the world to the other and back... I want to give her... The send-off that she deserves... Knowing that... She finally made her way back to... It's so a right sight. Showing that she we can all do that. She came home. As did I. As did I.
0: <clears throat> and you better not be leaving for a few days.
2: Not you for a, not a few days. You know I have to have at friend. some point. <laughs> I but I will will not none of way. that,
6: none of that like right now. Yes.
0: We need to find you and your friends somewhere to stay, I think.
2: I was, um... I was wondering about that, uh... that cottage on the other edge of the village. I know it had run down, but I'm sure we can do something with it. Just for a few days.
6: Nobody's claimed it. I don't see why not.
2: I'm sure we can do something with it. For now.
0: Let us use the time to rebuild, as they say. And you better show me me. some
2: of those books. I am now interested.
0: There's a few things we need to talk about, Jor.
2: In good
0: time. For now, pass me that sponge, please. Of course. And between you and your mother, you spend time just preparing... Mayanora and Dream has found a a red dress from somewhere, just pure red dress. Um, very um, formal but also very modest. Uh, and you, between the two of you, sort of help to or aid in, in dressing this corpse of Mayanora. Cabin, Lex you help the village rebuild to move to shift things around to stack up crates all the while thinking of your own purpose purposes now and all the while you just hear this rhythmic
1: ting ching, ching,
0: as a weaponsmith works on a blade. And I think, my friends, that is where we shall leave episode 49, going into episode 50 with a slight divide in the party, but some downtime to plans as well. Um Egeus on his own personal journey now. Uh indeed the whole party on a bit of a personal journey for the next few days within Stonebark or on their travels. Um so thank you all for joining us tonight. It's been one hell of a calm down episode, and I think the title of tonight's episode was definitely Apt the Price or the Portal's Price. Um it gives, it takes as does the the world around you. Um, so yes, thank you to my awesome players for being epic tonight. Um, those moments were phenomenal. Love the player agency that came out from everyone there and all the descriptions. Makes my job so much more, so much easier, ultimately. Um, we will be back next week, same time, same place for episode 50. So please come and join us once again. Um, If you only caught half this episode, then please catch the VOD on Friday or in podcast format, uh, wherever you go and get your podcasts. Um, But ultimately, thank you to you as well for your continued support. We have been the Molten Magic crew. This has been episode 49 of Campaign 2 of Molten Magic. Stay safe. We love you all and we will see you next time. You've been listening to the Malt and Magic podcast. If you like what you've heard here, then don't forget to check us out on Twitch on Monday nights, 7.30pm UK time with video on
1: demand and podcast release the following Friday. We will see you soon.